Greetings, Scotty Reed here with a Black Talk Radio News report and commentary. This particular report and commentary, I want to take a look at the comments that were recently made by Representative Maxine Waters, who is out of California. As people are saying that she called for violence against Trump supporters, which is a lie, she called for Trump officials to be confronted after reports of people like Sarah Sanders uh, being denied service in a restaurant and others who have been confronted out in these streets. Um, but I will also point out that Antifa, which I support, and I did do a program with Daryl Lamont Jenkins, who was with Antifa Philadelphia, and I support confronting these racists in the streets by any means necessary. So let me make this clear up front, because I know how conservatives operate and racists operate. I'm not a Maxine Waters supporter. I do not live in California. I don't support the Democratic Party. I don't support the Republican Party. And my stance on both of those parties are well documented. But I do have to say that I do support Maxine Waters' comments on confronting these Trump officials. But I wanted to point out the hypocrisy of these conservatives, suspected racists, and, and bigots, and Trump supporters, and acting like they're so outraged by Maxine Waters' comments, and also those liberals who are calling on Maxine Waters to apologize. I don't remember um, Nancy Pelosi calling on Donald Trump to apologize for his comments and telling the police to jump on to uh, beat up suspects. I don't recall Paul Ryan, who is calling out Maxine Waters, calling out Donald Trump for any of the violence that he promotes. So let's take a look, as I have uh, documented inside our social media community, btrcommunity.com, their hypocrisy. So let's take a look. In this thread, I first want to share with you Maxine Waters' exact comments. I don't see any violence being promoted in these comments. So, you know, I'm talking about the hypocrisy and the hate of conservatives, liberals, and Trump supporters against Representative Maxine Waters. Uh, this is an excerpt from the CNN article that's posted here. Maxine Waters encourages supporters to harass Trump administration officials. Now, these are her exact words. Rep Representative Maxine Waters called on her supporters to publicly confront and harass members of the Trump administration in response to the zero tolerance policy that led to the separation of families at the border. The California Democrat and vehement critic of President Donald Trump made the comments on Saturday, first at a rally in Los Angeles and later in a television interview. The comments which come after several Trump administration officials have been recently protested at restaurants have raised fresh questions about the state of American political discourse and were seized on by Trump for political gain. Let's make sure, now these are her comments, let's make sure we show up wherever we have to show up. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd and you push back on them and you tell them they're not welcome anymore, anywhere. We've got to get the children connected to their parents. 
Water said at the Wilshire Federal Building, according to a video of the event. We don't know what damage has been done to these children. All that we know is they're in cages, they're in prisons, they're in jails. I don't care what they call it. That's where they are. And Mr. President, we will see you every day, every hour of the day, everywhere that we are to let you know you cannot get away with this, she added. Uh, it also goes on to say Waters appeared on MSNBC later in the day to double down on her remarks saying she has no sympathy for members of the Trump administration. Again, I'm not I'm not a partisan political person. I'm definitely um, not a person uh, who aligns themselves with someone just simply based on their skin colors. Um, you got a lot of Republicans who support Donald Trump as I've made videos about that and support this policy. You got black people uh, who support it. And, and, you know, so I made videos documenting that. So I, I don't align myself with people's views and comments or opinions simply because they may be black. But I certainly support these comments by Representative Maxine Waters. Now let's get to some of the documentation. You got on Twitter, hypocrite and crisis actor Alex Jones harassing Bernie Sanders at an airport. Let's let's just look at some of the video. Well, they didn't know Bernie Sanders. Dude, no, come on, not right now. No, Senator. This is Alex Why'd you say white people Alex. didn't know it was like before? <laughs> Let me guess, you guys aren't flying first class, are you? Why is he running? Anyways, you guys find first class, you shouldn't be. I got a coach Venezuela. ticket in my pocket. They don't need that in Venezuela. I like his $100,000 round. I'm going to walk this way. Don't touch me. Uh, you just hit me, bro. You put your hand up. <laughs> oh, you're going to do that socialist thing where you like bumping the people and say they did? Alex, I'm walking back. Hey, Bernie. Bernie, why are you running, bro? There we go. Carl Rove didn't run like this. He always mm. talked to me. I'll talk to you. You want to have a conversation? Well, he we said, white people don't know what it's like to be poor. This is why people are poor. Why? Because racist. you're following... What? He said, white people don't know what it's like to be poor. I thought it was a really racist thing to say. When you're white, you don't know what it's like to be living... Okay, so we, we'll cut it off there. And it goes on further as Alex Jones does a man of law. But I also want to remind you that when... The NRA came out with a video, which I will show you that article in just a moment. Uh, Alex Jones, because we highlighted his comments on New Abolitionist Radio, which is a program that I co-host and produce that I created uh, six or seven years ago. Well, we're going into our seventh season where Alex Jones was calling for violence against police protesters and, and urging people in their cars to run over these protesters if they block traffic. Now, you also had a number of Republican state legislatures introduce bills that would give a cover under the color of law to those people in vehicles who run down protesters like what we seen in Charlottesville where Heather Hare was killed and a number of people were injured when the good people, as Donald Trump called them, one of the good people, that, as Donald Trump has called them, uh, ran these people over with this vehicle that you see here. Okay, 
So, you know, let me see. Let me just read a little bit. Excerpt from the article that was posted on the outline.com. North Dakota started the trend in January with a bill in the aftermath of a protest at Standing Rock that aimed to shield drivers who killed protesters with their cars from criminal and civil liability if they exercised so-called reasonable care. The bill narrowly fell in the North Dakota House. In February, Tennessee state representatives Representative Matthew Hill proposed a bill that will have also banned lawsuits against drivers who hit peaceful protesters. His bill, or Hill's bill, died in committee. The Florida Senate iteration of the bill, introduced in February, meanwhile simultaneously created a misdemeanor for someone who obstructs or interferes with the regular flow of vehicular traffic and barred lawsuits against drivers who unintentionally hit protest. The burden of proof would have been on the protester who was hit by the car. That bill died in committee. Rhode Island had a similar bill introduced in March. A week later, it was held for further study. And in my home state of North Carolina, a similar bill was also introduced. Okay, so so these people have a long history of calling for violence, of terrorism, racism and what have you. I thought, you know, First Amendment and protesting was an American tradition, but, you know, it, it just depends on your skin color or who you're standing up for and who you're standing against. Um, also, David Clark was on Twitter today with his hypocritical self. Um, this is an article from CNN where it states that former Sheriff David Clark Twitter blocked after violent anti-CNN message. This is where he was calling for violence against CNN reporters. Ex-Sheriff and Trump supporter David Clark Jr. calls for violence against the media. As CNN reports today in an article byline by Tapper, Clark's account was suspended, at least temporarily, after Twitter received complaints about several of Clark's tweets, and one, the right-wing ex-lawman wrote, when Lion Lib Media makes up make news, I guess he was trying to say fake news, to smear me, the antidote is to go right at them, punch them in the nose, and make them taste their own blood. Nothing gets a bully like Lion Lib Media's attention better to give them a taste of their own blood. Now, David Clark came to Charlotte some years back and he was on an airplane where he was recognized by this black man. And the black man started calling him out and telling the other uh, passengers that, hey, black people don't support David Clark because David Clark's black. We don't support him and what have you. Did David Clark get up and punch the man in the nose? No, he didn't. He snuck up behind him. And, and while the man was sitting down, there was some reports that the man had been drinking and might have been, you know, slightly inebriated. But David Clark snuck up behind him after he had called the police after the plane landed and had the police arrest that man. He didn't punch the man in the nose as he's telling uh, his supporters on Twitter to do to CNN and, and other people. All right. Uh, we should also take note that David Clark has called Black Lives Matter activists scum and terrorists and uh, said that they come to your town to protest to push them out. 
So David Clark has a long history, and he is hypocritically on Twitter trying to call out Maxine Waters for telling people to confront Trump officials. Uh, let's say the NRA. Uh, here's an article from Newsweek. The National Rifle Association's newest recruitment video has garnered significant backlash, with some suggesting the minute-long clip is attempting to increase membership by calling for violence against liberal protesters. The video was posted to the gun lobby's official Facebook page June the 12th and has been viewed more than 2.7 million times and received more than 22,000 shares and 10,000 other reactions. It features conservative commentator Dana Loesch, a host for The Blaze, calling an unexplained group of people identified only as they, presumably those on the left side of the political divide for a variety of supposed reasons. So this is a, a long documented history. Some of these articles are a couple of years old. Some of them are more recent. Now, again, where do I stand? For those who have been following me for years know that I am heavily influenced by my ancestors. And when I say my ancestors, I'm talking about freedom fighters who came before me. Um, I am an extremist when it comes to slavery and human trafficking as legalized by the 13th Amendment. No, slavery was never abolished. You've been taught a lie all your life. All you got to do is read the 13th Amendment. That is why I created New Abolitionist Radio to spread the a modern abolitionist message. And I have called on people to do the same thing to these private prison enslavers as I called, um, as Maxine Waters called against Trump officials. Now, my ancestors that I'm talking about, my freedom fighters, what did they have to say about extremism? While I would not classify what Maxine Waters said as being extreme, um, you know, she did not call for violence or anything like that. But what did Malcolm X say about extremism? Here's a couple of quotes. You're living at a time of extremism, a time of revolution, a time where there's got to be a change. People in power have misused it, and now there has to be a change, and a better world has to be built. And the only way it's going to be built is with extreme methods. And I, for one, will join with anyone, don't care what color you are, as long as you want to change this miserable condition that exists on this earth. Next quote by Malcolm X. I think the only way... One can really determine whether extremism in defense of liberty is justified is not to approach it as an American or European or an African or an Asian, but as a human being. If we look upon it as different types, immediately we begin to think in terms of extremism is good for one and bad for another, or bad for one and good for another. But if we look upon it, if we look upon ourselves as human beings, I doubt that anyone will deny that extremism in defense of liberty, the liberty of any human being, is no vice. Well, obviously, Malcolm X was incorrect in his excess assessment. Because we got people today calling Maxine Waters' comments to confront fascist officials of the Trump administration in public spaces extreme. Another ancestor, an abolitionist ancestor. This is what Frederick Douglass had to say. Those who profess to favor freedom and yet 
depreciate agitation are people who want crops without plowing the ground. They want rain without thunder and lightning. They want the ocean without the roar of its many waters. The struggle may be a moral one, or it may be a physical one, or it may be both, but it must be a struggle. Power concedes nothing without a demand. It never did, and it never will. Again, Frederick Douglass, and again, I, I have not taken this view just because of what Maxine Waters has said. As you can see here, I did an interview. Um, I think this was earlier this year and where I interviewed Daryl Lamont Jenkins, who was with Antifa Philadelphia. Okay, you can check out that podcast. Just type in Antifa on blacktalkradionetwork.com. You'll see some of the posts I have made. You'll also find this podcast of interview that I did with Daryl Lamont Jenkins. So I'm down with Antifa. I'm like Malcolm X. I don't care what color you are. If you're using extremism in defense of liberty and against racist terrorists in the streets, I don't got a problem with it. And I encourage you because the government is doing nothing to protect people from terrorism. We got a president in Donald Trump who encourages terrorism against U.S. citizens. And here is a wanted poster I put out maybe two years ago, might have been three years ago. I put out a wanted poster on uh, George Zoli, who is the CEO of the GEO Group, the second biggest investor in the prison system. Again, GEO Group is also the second largest multinational prison, private prison corporation. They run the entire prison system in Australia as well. And right now, they are profiting even more with the rounding up of refugees from countries that have been destabilized by the United States. He's making many, many, many more millions, as I documented a couple of years ago after Donald Trump was elected, how he was making so much money. All right. So let's not fall for the fake outrage of these conservatives who for a very long time have been calling out their supporters to commit acts of violence as they have done throughout U.S. history. This has been Scotty Reed with a Black Talk Radio News report and commentary. Please support independent media production. Make a donation to the Black Talk Media Project, a North Carolina-based new media nonprofit. Peace.